In our breakout and best-selling book, Looking for Angels, A Guide to Understanding and Connecting with Angels, Dr. Scott Guerin and I share how you can communicate with angels, understand signs from the universe and these celestial beings, feel at peace knowing you are always connected to source, and much more. Get your copy today at lookingforangelsbook.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or your local bookstore. And now you can even get the audio version narrated by me and Scott through Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. Hi, all. Nicole here. This podcast is intended to inspire you on your personal spiritual journey to inner peace. I am not a psychologist or a medical doctor and do not offer any professional health or medical advice. This applies to the podcast guests and or co-hosts. If you are suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from a qualified health professional. You are listening to A Psychic Story, a podcast that shares behind-the-scenes insights of people who lead supernatural lives among the ordinary. And I'm your host, Nicole Bigley. Join me every Wednesday as I dispel the myths behind magic and lore. Welcome to A Psychic Story. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of A Psychic Story. Today, I have Natalie Levin on, and we are going to talk about Jungian and what that is in all of it. But before we do, I would love to ask about your background and welcome you to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here with you. And my name's Natalie, and my background in about three minutes is I spent a lot of my life as a professional opera singer touring around the world as a mezzo-soprano for those of your listeners who actually know opera. And at some point, I realized that that was actually not my heart's desire. Like, I was really good at it, and I got paid to do it. I was like, this is fun. I get to travel around and people are paying me. And then it was fun until it wasn't. And at that point, I it was combined with like a full not wanting to be in my body-ness. Mm. Like I was su- having suicidal ideation. And I began to wake up to the fact that my actual life, my life is actually moving and still is moving towards working with others one-on-one, um, not to the big mass of people in the theater and diving into the planets and Jungian psychotherapy and also now connecting with guides and spirits <laughs> and angels and my enormous team, which having grown up in a family that mocked the idea of God is quite wow, yeah. revolutionary. Wow. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. So I want to rewind for a second. So you were living as a professional opera singer and yoga teacher, and that was the first half of your life. And then you discovered and immersed yourself with that. and, And you practice now more as an astrologist. So how did you get into... So walk us through like after the opera part, right? What was that like? Let's Let's spend some time there. 
And especially with your family, because that okay. had to be a whole thing too. Oh my God. So we are ethnically Jewish, but it was like, oh, where's the corned beef special? I don't know if you have a lot of Jews in your life, but like, where's the food? It's all about like, when's the food? Where's the matzah? Where's the knish? When are we having our next meal? It's very fun as a culture, but we did not go to synagogue. We did not pray. And no one, like the idea of God in any way was just like a joke. And I just, thought that that was and it's it's interesting like looking back because I'm a Pisces and you're a Pisces and Pisces is the most of the astrology energy the most connected to spirit in my opinion like there's no boundary between it so I'm like growing up in a family that is telling me (laughs) otherwise and at a certain point I was doing I had started Jungian psychotherapy when I was 28, which is a significant 28, 29, 30 is a significant time when astrologically, usually people either, um, start school, end school, step into some sort of authority, like get married, get divorced. I'm starting a new job. I'm moving in some sort of a shift. And at that point, it also is a time when any sort of fantasy or rose colored glasses come off. So I started. I started to see what it was like to grow up in my family of origin without any fantasy anymore. Like it wasn't the Brady Bunch. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, they might listen to this and <laughs> oh, well, like, you know, we have sexual abuse and incest in my family and I love them. They're wonderful. We are still very, very close. And that was so much to wake up to having been in denial of that. Um, so 20, 29, 30 was like, oh, I still kept singing though. Cause I didn't know what else to do. And I kept singing and I went and I got my masters of opera. And then around age 30, 35, 36, I realized that, oh, if I'm still singing opera, I have to not be able to talk to people because my vocal cords are my instrument. And when, if you are speaking, that is actually the um, one of the harshest things you can do to the, your chords slam together if you're talking a lot and very animatedly. So I would, I felt like I was a bit in prison to have to go and stay in my hotel room and not go talk to anyone the night before a performance. And I went to therapy one day and my, I, I was crying. I was like, I just got another job. I was singing Marcellina in Lenote de Figaro. And my therapist was like, aren't people banging down the doors to get this kind of a position? I was like, yes. And he was like, is anyone forcing you to do this? And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, I I called and canceled the contract. And at that point, I got divorced from my husband. I declared bankruptcy. I moved out of New York City. I came to back to Philadelphia, which is where I'm from. And I started an office job. I started working as an administrative assistant in an office while in like three sessions of therapy a week. And I started listening to astrology podcasts as I was at the job Um, because, you know, I didn't have to use an enormous (laughs) amount of my brain to do the office job tasks. And I did not understand what the people were saying on the podcasts. And it brought me some sort of a sense of peace. Like, okay, someone thinks there's some context to all this. (laughs) 
God. <laughs> so that was like 15 years ago that I started listening to those. And it started to open a whole world to me of, oh, like we're dancing with the planets. We're dancing with the cosmos. We're dancing with the galaxies. And then some of the astrologers talk about spirit and God and angels. And I was, I I was interested, but that still didn't speak to me yet. I just was like, okay, this is, I'm just going to sit in these people feeling like they understand why things are happening in the world. (laughs) I'm going to listen to them as I do my like healing office job, which was like a really healthy environment because I had been coming from a world. I had also been an amazing waitress in New York City, which is so fun. And it's also putting on a show all the time. Like, oh, hi, would you, may I get you a fresh iced tea or delicious fresh squeezed (laughs) lemonade? And like, it's hard to go in if you're not feeling fabulous and then do this pretend. And I was getting not as, I, I was getting healthier. So I was not, I am not as skillful at pretending anymore, which is for me, it's a sign of going sane as opposed to the dysfunction of, oh, I'm just going to pretend everything's fine right. when it's not. Yes. Am I answering? Yes. So, so wait, 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 wait. So you said, <laughs> you're like, where am I going with this? This is so fun. Okay. So we were talking about how you got into astrology. So you were in the doctor's office and yeah. you were, you, it was very healing for yeah. you. I'm, I'm tracking. It was very healing for you because uh, you were able to listen to these podcasts and c- certain things were resonating with you on the astrological standpoint, the, the universe, heaven, God, angels, and it started to shift your perspective. So that's where we were at. <laughs> okay. Thank you. And then, well, what happened is um, I started a relationship Um, Now it's been 12 and a half years with the person who is my current partner. And she brought me to a church and it was a church like called the circle of light or something. A circle of miracle. I don't know. Something that was like, oh my God, this is so (laughs) It sounds like a Lifetime movie. (laughs) The the circle of love or the circle of life. And then, you know. Yes, I felt, yes, and I was I was suspicious and skeptical. And we went, and there was this woman there who was a meet, a, an angel communicator. And uh, I guess she would call herself a medium. Her name was Candy Danzis. She has since left her body. And I was so fascinated. She seemed so normal, like, and... And at a certain point, I raised my hand in the middle uh, to ask a question, and she was like, you are deeply psychic. Like I didn't ask for that information. And I was like, uh, and she was, I, and she said, you know, you're deeply psychic and you are, it needs training. Like you, it doesn't matter that you're deeply psychic. You need some guidance, some support if you're interested. And I, I was, I liked her. She wore really cool jewelry. She had like a lot of earth elements. She wasn't like out in outer space. I was like, all right, I'm curious. I, I'll study with you. I, I went and took a few courses with her. That was the beginning. And I still, oh my gosh, I still, I only use angel cards and their Doreen virtues. I know she's had her own whole experience. Oh yeah, that whole thing. Oh, I, I have that deck. Can you share for the listeners who can't see on the video what, what deck it is? <laughs> oh yes. 
The deck is called Messages from Your Angels, and it's what your angels want you to know, to know, and it's Doreen Virtues. And before she had a really intense astrological transit, right. <laughs> like, and she denounced, that's what happened. She denounced all of this, but it, these are the way I communicate with the angels for my clients. And it has been, I, and the more I, I, it's so exquisite because the more I talk to them, the more my faith mm-hmm. deepens. I, it, I didn't know that that would happen. I was like, oh, I'll just keep acting as if, like I'll pretend that this is actually real. And then each time I read for clients as a part of our astrology session, they're so on point. And we're like, I just have to laugh. I, we, I let, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so, your angels and guides are so with you and they really want you to know this. Yeah. So how, um, so you, you were listening to the astrology, right? The podcast. Then you yes. found this woman, which I would like to say too, the, my Reiki master, the only reason why well, I say the only, one of the only reasons I decided to go with her is because she didn't wear a muumuu. She didn't look very out there. She looked like, you know, like in the South, a Southern lady with pearls on and a cardigan. And I was like, okay, you look yes. like you have it. You're with it and teach me your ways. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I would say, so then you were after the astrology and you taught with her or she taught you and you took some courses um, and you were opening, opening up and talking to the angels. What was that pivot like? Like, how do you incorporate, do you offer both like sessions and readings and then at astrology or mm. like, how was your evolution with your practice and how you, you show up? I never really imagined I would be doing this with clients. Same, same. <laughs> Nicole is waving. If you can't, if you don't, she's like, what? Like people actually want to come to me to have me do this with them. I still like, it's so, it was all for mm-hmm. me to heal. It was all for me to combined with and the thing that I'll, I'll throw in some information yes. about Jungian mm-hmm. analysis. Carl Jung is um, an Austrian psychotherapist who was a student of Freud, of Sigmund Freud's. And so Carl Jung came along and was like, wait, Freud isn't taking into account the all that mm-hmm. is that we can't see. The, the fact that like, People can hear spirits and there's, and there are mediums and like, and also he was deeply passionate about astrology and tarot and the I Ching. Question around that time frame, yeah. was there a big spiritual movement? Was the spiritualist aspect coming out around that time? Cause I feel like it kind of was. That is possible. It was in this century. Uh, I mean, no, last century, like in the 1900s. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so, yeah. So that's when it was kind of coming big. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. I was just curious because it was popping in my head and I was like, I think that he's probably doing that too. Cause there's this big spiritualist movement. Oh yeah. And it was like, it was really, he and his teacher had a break with each other because his teacher Freud was like, that does not know. Like it didn't work. <laughs> he couldn't take it in. And Jung, in Jungian analysis, I've been so lucky that I landed. I mean, of course, now I really believe my guides and angels were like, okay, you're going to go work with a Jungian analyst. It's not like common that you meet them. It's 10 to 12 years of training on top of getting your um LSW, your license of social work. Like after you get that, then you go to Jungian analysis school. I know. So I end up with Jungian analysis, which always was so supportive of my exploration of spirit. 
And so what started, I would be working at my office job and people would reach out to me, my friends. And also I'm in 12 step recovery. I don't know how familiar you are with that realm a little bit. Okay. Um, for people who are recovering from addiction of you name it, there's a group for it and it's free. It's online. It's on zoom. It's on the phone and they're in person. So I've been going to meetings for 15 years. And, um, the thing about the meetings is they are spirit. You go in and they're like, this is a spiritual practice. And so for me going into meetings, not believing in God or anything. I've heard, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's actually the the, pe- the person who founded it was very, very Christian. It has since evolved to allow, like they don't say God anymore. They say higher power. So it can allow for anything, um, your definition. So I'm going to those meetings and people in the meetings and people that I just knew outside of anything were like, can you please tell me what's going on astrologically? What is crazy right now? Why is this happening? And they're like, would you work with me on my chart? And I'm like, oh my God. Uh, okay. Like I, one time I said, if you buy me dinner, I'll look at your chart and tell And like, she took me to the cheesecake factory, which I love chain restaurants. And I was like, (laughs) this is great. I got a burger. (laughs) Side note. They used to have the best Caesar salad pasta just FYI. I'll link it in the show note, but I still dream of that pasta and they took it off and I made it and it doesn't have it. So if you're a vegetarian, it doesn't have like the anchovies or anything in it. It actually is just lemon and Parmesan and whatever. So anyway, I know that's, I took us on a little detour, but yes, I dream of that pasta and it's very good. So I will share it. Um. (laughs) I love food and my dreams have banquets in them. Oh, so I am down with the bringing the Caesar salad pasta into the combo. (laughs) (laughs) And then you make it and then you tell me and let me know what you think. Okay. Now getting back to the astrology. So people were actually coming to you and they were like, I read my chart and you're thinking, wow, you actually want to pay me for this or well, one, have me do it. And then two, pay me what, even if it is in pasta. Yes. And so I, and at that point I will tell you, that I actually, there's a different, like you can learn the language orally um, mm-hmm. and orally to speak astrology, but I still couldn't read it. And at that point, I was like five years ago, I was like, all right, four or five, I don't remember, four or five years ago, I said, let me let me take a class so I can It can actually... be very complex. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was so, yes, it's like looking at it. That's, really why, I go is... to, that's why I go to people like you. I'm yeah. like, yeah, no. <laughs> so, you know, let me say this too. This is, I think this is important because I had, I had gone for an astrology reading with someone that I was like, Oh, I like the what she's, I like what she says on podcasts. This will be interesting. And I went to her and she, I allowed her to spook me in that she said to me, I said, would it be worth it for me to learn astrology and study it? She was like, no, you won't be good at that. And so I am saying that out loud to your listeners because there are a lot of really bad healers. Oh yeah. <laughs> Therapists out there. And like not to scare you, but I would say, well, there's a good amount. I would say it's 50-50. It's a 50-50 yeah. shot if you're gonna get a good one or a bad one. And that's why I created this podcast. One of the main yes. reasons is to create a safe space, a community, and I don't want to say I'm the end all be all, but just somewhat vet folks. <laughs> Yes. Um, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I, yes, I love like the people you have on are so authentic and so genuine. And I really believe 
They're not attached to their own agendas. And this woman, for whatever reason, she was, (laughs) she was. And I took that as truth for several years. Like, oh, I better not even waste my time studying at all. I'm just going to learn it and do it for myself. And, and then one day I was like, wait, maybe she's wrong. Maybe she doesn't know everything about me. And, and it turns out actually I'm really good at it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. Okay. So, um, cause your guides and angels have been really chiming in here and I, I can't keep, I got to get it out of my head or we can't continue with the interview. So yeah, I know everyone's like, where is this conversation going? I'm promised we have a point guys. We, we want to talk about what is it? Oh, nothing's ever wasted. Oh right? yeah. We're, we're going to get, we're going to get onto that, onto that topic, but uh, clearly Natalie and I have had way too much caffeine today. <laughs> So, so what they're saying is they were like, tell her that she, her voice is a healing voice. So when you were going through opera and you were doing that, you were actually like healing on a deeper level and like not just yourself, but primarily the audience. And I know you know that, but energetically, like, cause our voice is power, right? Like even when you were saying, when we talk, it takes so much with our vocal cords. That's why it's so important not just to think your intentions or just speak your prayers or, or whatever. That's why your voice matters so much. So anyway, they're saying that your uh, voice is a healing voice and that that's just for whatever reason. And you can, we can say it off the, off the episode or off the show, but like they're just saying like they want you to remember that. Um, even though it's also now we're talking about astrology and what that path is. So just giving you that little message, they, again, they wouldn't let me move on without saying it. (laughs) Thank you. I know. Yeah. I've had people say to me, well, I teach, I still teach yoga and Mm -hmm. I sing opera for my students. Mm. So we'll be in a room with like 15 people and I'll be like, I'll be like, okay, Nicole, do you want me to massage, may I massage your head with essential oils? Like usually vetiver, which is really grounding. And is that okay with you? And I'll be singing full on like Verdi or Puccini mm-hmm. over you. And it is my uh. entire being vibrating and it vibrates the air and it vibrates you. And it's, I do get, I know, I feel how profoundly people are impacted impacted mm-hmm. by that. Yeah. And I can, yeah. I can tell like, that's what they're saying. So anyway, whatever that is, take that little nugget. Thank and you. yes. And then, so now whatever I'm getting just FYI is they're saying, cause you were talking about the types of ways you can learn with astrology. So there's something with your voice and something with the astrology and all of that. And you're shaking your head. So obviously you know what that means. Are you thinking about doing something different with astrology? You know, I haven't thought about it yet. I don't, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm on the precipice of something that is a shift, but I don't know what that looks like yet. They're just showing me the equation I'm getting in my head because I see things visually is like you singing, I'm seeing you on a stage and then I'm hearing, seeing the plus sign and then astrology equals. So somehow you're pulling in your, you're pulling through your voice and that healing power of it Mm. through your, through your sessions. And as you're giving astrology, astrological readings or sessions with people. So whatever that looks like, just FYI, you heard it Mm. here first. That's what her guides and angels said. Thank you. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had one client once, it was her birthday, and she said to me at the end of her session, she said, would you sing me happy birthday? I've never had anyone ask me that, like I, an astrology client, because it's also so like, this is so intimate. Also mm-hmm. singing to you 
um, on a Zoom session, it's not quite the same. And it, I was like, oh, yeah. And she was so thrilled and so <laughs> moved and with the half. And I forget um, how powerful that can be for people. Mm-hmm. I have thought about, like, making a mini, like, mini opera Healing. improv. Mm-hmm. Well, improv of, like, what is it like to be a Pisces? And like making a little opera of my own. That oh, I would. that would be so fun. Okay. <laughs> now to get us back on track. <laughs> so astrology, you were like, I'm really good at this. And then yeah. you started your business and yeah. it's taken off. And yes. how did the, and also before we forget about this piece too, how did the Jungian aspect, does that work into your sessions at all? Or Oh my gosh. Yes. So what the Jungian work First of all, it is Jungian analysis is also very, very interested in our dream worlds. So what I often do with my analysts is I will write down the dreams I had that week and bring them in, which is uh, Jungians would say this is a message from Psyche, who is the Greek word for soul. And so I and I've heard you talk about this on your podcast, like it's messages from the parts of me that my little tiny brain doesn't have access to. And when I'm in session with a client, another thing that I've learned through my young, well, first of all, I have 23 years of working with really fabulous therapists to emulate when I'm working with clients, which I feel like a lot of, at least astrologers, I haven't worked with a lot of um, other like mediums or Reiki people, but astrologers don't necessarily know how to actually talk to another human in a way that is like tender and holding space for the all that is like, oh, Nicole might be feeling angry, delighted, exhausted, ebullient, et cetera, et cetera, all at once, right this moment. And can I, Natalie, be the energetic container to hold space for what it's like to be in her skin? Mm-hmm. So union analysis allows for the both and all the time. And it's, it's just, I find it so exquisite and so rich and there's never, and so even if like a fly right now were to fly by your screen, Nicole, I can see Nicole on a screen right now, those of you who are listening, um, <laughs> that would be part of our session. Like I'd say, oh, how mm. interesting that a fly just came in. I wonder what was going on in, inside you just now? Do you, can you remember? Like, what was it? So it's really deep analysis and th- about your thoughts and what else is happening around you with the yes. synchronicities and how yes. it's showing up. Yeah. The synchronicities. That actually mm-hmm. is a word that I believe is one of Jung's, I feel like he might've coined it or made it mean more to our society now mm-hmm. than it did before. Exactly the synchronicity. So he was very ahead of his time. <laughs> he really was. He had to really hold back on some of his writings about what it was like to connect with spirit because if he had written about them early in his career, he would, he might not have been able to be as successful or like widespread because they, they would, like you, you have said, they might have locked him up. They'd be like, no. <laughs> Your cuckoo bananas. Yeah. yeah, for those that were like, wait, you haven't said that yet. Before we hit record, I was like, well, let's save that for the for the episode. I was just saying that if I had fully shared everything like that I remembered as a kid, they would have locked me up in like a padded cell and you guys would not be hearing from me today, probably. Yes. 
Yes. And I I joke, but I really am serious. Like not because I'm crazy, but because there was just such misunderstanding about people, children that were having experiences like this. And I'm sure like him, like his thoughts, like they weren't quote unquote in those things normal, right? What society would deem it. Yes. So let's pivot now and get to, you said that you've been getting a lot of questions or whatever about, or from your clients about, I wasted my time. Like, I feel like I took it, like, I feel like I took a detour. Um, Am I headed in the right direction? And you had something really powerful to say about that perspective. So please share. Oh my gosh. Well, I really, when I see a person's astrology chart, it is so clear that they had to do everything that they have had to do up until this point in their lives to express the potential energies of the planets where they were when this being chose to be born. No matter, and people are like, oh, I was a cesarean. That was, was and no, I really believe your spirit and soul said, I'm coming in and I'm going to be cesarean this time. I want to see what that's like. And so that the moment of my birth is going to be blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be a Scorpio with a Cancer moon and an Aries. Like they, I really believe, I don't know if this is in line with what you Mm -hmm. experienced. Oh, it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I chose that. I chose to be a cesarean. I chose to be a breach. That's my belief. I know not everybody thinks that, but I I feel it in my soul, right? Me too. Me too. And so people will come and they often will come and say, I really want to work with you and see how do I actually, what is my sole purpose? Why am I here? What I feel like I missed it. Did I miss it? (laughs) And I want to, you know, so what I tell them is I often use, because it's my most uh, immediate point of reference, my life to show how nothing's ever wasted. Like I, I was a, I was a gymnast for six years. So I know what it's like to be a competitive athlete. I was, I went to like the really fancy $5 billion universities. I get like, not that I'm not using that education (laughs) at this point, but like I did that. I went and then I was in an office. I was a waitress. I worked at Roy Rogers. I was a lifeguard. Like every single experience that I have had now allows me to relate to even more people in the Mm -hmm. world. So let me ask you a question on this. Do you think that people get to their end goal? So for example, like I believe when you, before you're born, all the things you said are true. I'm going to be a Pisces Mm -hmm. with, you know, Pisces sun, moon Aries, Leo rising. And then this is the path I'm going to take and I'm going to get to my goal. Do you think we always get to our goal? I don't. Okay. I think sometimes there, I think like, let's say there's a being that leaves his body at age 25. It might be that he came in to, like, there's a portal that comes along for, in the chart. It's almost, I can almost always see it. It's either, it's either Uranus or um, Pluto that comes along and it's like, okay, here's a portal. Are you ready to leave? Mm-hmm. And the spirit's like, okay, I'm, I don't need to complete this. It's called a North Node. I don't need to actually do my North Node fully in this lifetime. I'm oh, going to yeah. leave now. So I don't, and I wonder what other astrologers would say about that. I've never heard anyone ask that question. I think that what happens is we, we hit our goal, right? But I think Mm. we have multiple goals. 
or objectives. So we give ourselves outs, just like we have free will and free choice. Yes. And it's almost like a choose your own adventure. So if I go down this path and I do this and I go down this path, I do this. So I I, I was asking the question, because if we say nothing's ever wasted and we're always heading in the right direction, even if we're taking little detours, uh, which is, I guess what you're saying, it's not wasted because it's making us who we are. And we've designed it that way to grow and experience and get to where we need to go. Yes. And because uh, this little lifetime that I'm having is one on a blip on like my billions of lifetimes. I, even if I leave at age 25, that 25 years is part of my soul journey, like over the billions of lifetimes. But it can be really hard for clients to expand that widely consciousness wise. Does that make sense? (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It makes sense to me. Hopefully it's making sense to you listeners. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's because, and sometimes you may think and hear that like, all right, well, then why does it matter? Like, why am I even making an effort? You know, why am I here? I guess if you're like, it's a little drop in like an ocean, right? But think about it that way. Is it, it also should bring you comfort that it's like, it's not a do-over, but everything you do does matter and it does have a ripple effect. It just has a big, big ripple effect. But it's also, again, should give you comfort because you know that you have so much more to you. You have so much more potential, so many more opportunities to have experiences, all of that, right? I don't know. That that at least brings me comfort. It brings me comfort also because uh, it, it, it brings up the paintings. Um, I know there's paintings called pointillism mm-hmm. and you, you, they're drawn with little dot. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm-hmm. Sunday in the park with George, I think his name is one of them. And so all these little tiny dots make these images. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing one of the dots right now on the tree. And, and after I do a, a, a thousand more, I'll, I'll form a leaf. <laughs> and my spirit, I really, I feel like it also gives me a sense of ease that I hope to impart to my clients that when they're like, oh my God, I'm in a rush, I'm in a rush. And I say, you know what? When your spirit is not in your body, there is no past, present, future. It's all happening now. So what if you say, I give thanks that I am divinely led and divinely protected right now and trust that that is going to your, when we're in our physical bodies, it's going to my past self and my future self um, because it's this, uh, it blesses. I'm blessing my own self in the past, future, and now when I give thanks that I'm mm-hmm. divinely led and divinely protected. <laughs> I don't talk. I don't talk about this with anybody. Oh my god! Oh, you're you're blowing my mind here. So if anybody's still following us, what we're talking about is that really time isn't linear. Yeah. And I, you've heard me say this before on the podcast, but yeah. what that means is a lot of people can get frustrated with where they are in the present because they're focusing on the past and they're focusing on the future and they're not realizing that you, by you, you, you're kind of sort of trapped in the present a little bit because of your physical body. But yes. in reality, you're not trapped. You're experiencing all life, all lifetimes, all timelines, past, present, future, all of it. So what he, you know, what Natalie's saying, what she's saying is that by just being in gratitude of that, you are expanding your energy, expanding your awareness to all of yourselves. And that gives you empowerment and also helps heal you. Right. Yes. Yes. 
And who knows how much I might be healing my ancestors in the past by doing like by waking up and also in the future. It's an, it is such a, what an honor and a privilege to have awoken in this way. Mm-hmm. It's not the huge, it's not the usual <laughs> out there in the world. So like, mm-hmm. and I feel also when people come to work with me, they also are looking for some sort of um, a, a why. Why did this happen? Why did my husband die? Why am I sick? Why? And, and so I try to express to them that, that some sort of another thing that Jung, Jungian analysis talks about is archetypes as symbols. Um, and it's only recently that I have started to be able to say out loud that Oh, client, when I'm working with you, you and I are creating this energetic container and your angels and guides are putting images into my head that I say, and they're, they, to make things clearer for you. I didn't understand before this was, this is really recent, like that I didn't understand how come I'm saying these things and the client's like, Oh my God, I was just thinking about that yesterday. And I'm like, what? Like I didn't, (laughs) it didn't make sense that I would know that. And now I'm like, oh, wait, I'm getting out of my own way. And their guides and angels are are putting those images in my mind so that it can bring the point home to them and they can feel witnessed and seen. And like, they always, they leave saying, I feel so much more at peace. Thank you. And it's not me. Like that's, Mm -mm. that is the, and I'm very glad that I know that. Like I work with my therapist around this, like. And thank, and thank goodness you have a therapist that understands that. Oh, she's, she's so great. She's like, it's so good that you know, like, it's not hubris. The hubris would be, I'm the one who knows this and no one else does. No, no, I am getting out of my way. And you know what? This does relate, Nicole, to singing opera, because when I get on stage and I'm performing a role of like a traumatic, traumatized character, I do have to get out of my way and like open up. So that she can come through or he, I've played men too. So yeah, I guess I do have practice in that. Yeah. Maybe that's why I was getting it because, mm. um, and you know, cause in Reiki, what the first thing that they teach you or one of the many things, which I did in my early twenties for personal reasons, not to do this professionally is that they say ego is out of the way. You move, remove yourself out of the way and you're a channeler for universe for God's source to come through. So I thought it was like an, I won't say normal, but like a thing that, you know, just most people understood, but it's not. So if you're starting to experience that, what Natalie is talking about is, you know, and I do also want to say as well that sometimes the information we get is also telepathic. So it could be from guides and angels, but it also could be telepathic. And an example is just the other day I was doing a session and I was doing an energy healing Reiki and this cat comes in and it was so random, right? Because I'm like this cat and it was a white cat with orange spots or orange markings. And I it was so random that I almost didn't want to bring it up to the person, but I was like... I feel like I have to share all the messages I get or all the information. And I, after she was done and I was like, I don't know if it's a spirit animal, if it's a cat who passed over, but I feel it was, it came in middle of the session. And sure enough, she had a white cat with orange markings and it came in and was laying on her. 
the for her whole session. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know. Like I always then have to ask wow. the purpose. And the purpose was validation for her that we were connecting long distance. Not that she didn't believe in it before, but also it was her cat saying, I'm helping you heal, which is why it laid on her. And I am just sharing that for for the people to hear because we do get information telepathically as well. So for you, I'm saying that too um, in the session, but most of it, 98% of it is for me, at least channeled by source. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And I, I love, I love what's coming up for me is hearing you being comfortable with the fact that the client might not have any idea what you're talking about. Like I have had as a recovering perfectionist, Mm-hmm. to allow myself to say things that sometimes the client's like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And you just have to be okay with it and get out of ego. <laughs> I say, I say, let's let that sit. And they might write to me a week later and be like, mm-hmm. I know what that was about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to, my practice is to continue to grow even more strong in my energetic container to bear my ego discomfort of it not being perfect. Or being right. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. I know that's, that is uncomfortable sometimes. It, it, yeah, because I think it was for me to say, because my guides and angels, I could see them going like this, like shaking their finger, like, nah-uh-uh. Like, mm. if you're going to do this, you need to share. And so I was mm. like, okay. And so I did. And it was so silly. It's just, it's a cat. I saw a cat. It wasn't any big deal. But I, they're like, you can't cherry pick the messages. Whoa. Yes. Oh my, it's, it's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So it, it, and I also feel like it's this invitation to, to, at least for me, to let myself be, be sloppy. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I used to be worked so, so, so I was like worked so hard on everything to be number one at everything. And that doesn't work in this. Like I have to soften and allow. And it's the opposite of like yang energy. Like I'm going to make SHIT happen. No, <laughs> no. It's I'm going to allow and soften right. and be receptive. Because what you said, it's like our intention or as the practitioner and the person or that people are coming to is to hold that space and be that container and that energy, that safe space for them. So then whatever comes through when it's from higher self or for their best and highest good, it shouldn't be filtered and we should not allow our egos to direct it, right? It's like, so that that to me is like just something that's been coming up uh, in this discussion with you to just share. Because obviously I always say people are listening to this, (laughs) they needed to hear it. So this doesn't mean, by the way, that just because you get a message, you should just go up to every single person (laughs) on the street and say it because you got it. Yeah. Or maybe you should. I don't know, right? Every situation's different. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the, the the point of it all is is to not filter it. So if it's the truth and you're getting that information, then you should be sharing it. And to lean into the uncomfortability. I would love to be able to tell everyone who came to me, hey, you're winning the lottery. You know, yeah. this person isn't cheating on you. Whatever it is, which, you know, that stuff happens. But I'm going to share with you or people should be comfortable to share with each other and vice versa. It's a give and take. And I also, what else I'm, is coming up for me? Just I want to roll it back to this idea of nothing's ever wasted because I'm also 
reminded that if I had not had the trauma that I had growing up, I would not have perhaps felt suicidal. I would not have needed to seek therapy. I would not have tried to numb everything out in addiction and then have found like a spiritual community, which is the 12 step community. Like uh, I, it's all, it all matters. And because, and also now I'm able to say, oh, I can, I really am well-versed in the language of trauma and recovery because of what I've experienced. And so when clients come to me, I am able to be curious, like, have you ever heard of this 12 step program for people who grew up as children of alcoholics? In case I said, I'm wondering if you'd like some more support besides like coming to talk to me. I have, it's, it's, and then it's also when I teach a, when I teach in person, my work, my workshops are like a three ring circus because I'm like, I have, I have so much to share. I like, come on, let's do some, let's move our bodies. Let's do some yoga. I'm going to sing you some opera. I love glitter. So I'm like, do you want to wear some glitter? We put glitter on. And then I'm like, okay, and here's the current astrology. And then I bring in spirit. And I, it took me a while to feel brave enough to do that. And I'm like, you guys, I bow to you all. Thank you all for choosing to incarnate with me at this time. Look at you caring for yourselves, doing your, like people don't even know the word incarnate. Like I have to, I, I, (laughs) the Italian word for meat is carne. So I'm coming into the meat of my Mm -hmm. body. So wow. Yeah. I never knew that. Isn't that the, I love it. I'm I'm incarnate, like to come into the meat and they, it feels so exciting to me to get to share that with people. I don't know. I, and I always say, take what you like and leave the rest Mm -hmm. about what I say. Because if you think I sound cuckoo bananas, you can ignore <laughs> everything I'm saying. Like I am unattached to whether you actually now are that down with. that you can cherry pick. <laughs> yes. You you can cherry pick what you like and don't like if that's the case, right? But when yes. you get messages, you can't really cherry pick that. <laughs> right. Yes. What's coming through me? Right. You probably have talked about this, but when um, previously, but I know that for me, because of the telepathic stuff that comes through, I also have to really practice a lot of emotional and spiritual hygiene after a Mm -hmm. session. Um, I didn't know about that before. And I'm like, see, this is, so I have to laugh at this because they've been really on me. I'm like, can you add any more to my plate, please? Like, come on. But anyway, I say that because they want me to do an episode just specifically on spiritual hygiene. And they also, they were like, okay, if you can't do an episode on it, at least write a blog post. Cause I don't really blog. I mean, I do the the episodes, right? So it's so interesting. You pull that up because yes, people oh. don't, I, I called it spiritual hygiene forever because they showed me the brushing teeth. Like you don't not brush your teeth. So, yes. well, maybe I skip sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I skip. You know, but over time, like you don't, like you you brush your teeth at least once a day, if not twice or multiple times a day, or you should. And so yes. same thing with the spiritual hygiene. And I think a lot of people forget that, you know, oh that gosh. like 
especially when you're dabbling in it and then definitely when you are practicing in it. I do a, a routine and prayer and intention before each session, after each se- each session personally, then I do another spiritual thing in the morning and in the evening. And if I don't, um, I sometimes you just forget and I like I'm feeling funky or just feeling off. And then I'm always like, oh, I forgot or I skipped a step. It can sound overwhelming and exhaustive, but I promise you guys, it's not as intense as that. It's really more just being aware that you are, you know, doing these things and it can be very quick and very simple. It doesn't have to be super intense. One simple one, I don't know what your practice is on it. Oh yeah, the spray, yes. And you know what? I just, oh, it's in the other room. I just got some because I was going to spray. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, so what Natalie was doing, you yeah. can get this online and there's, yeah. it's on Amazon. But hey, if you can support a local small business, I would prefer. But yeah, there's spray, there's aura spray. You can yes. get essential oils. You can Rose get- Rose water. I have like a, an apothecary of things to put on me. Holy water at your church. Um, yes. Just leave them, a, you leave them a few bucks if you take it. Mm-hmm. But you can get holy water. One of my favorite things to do is get holy water. And um, I just get a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I actually use those, you know, those holy bottles that they have. Mm-hmm. And I will put some of it in each and then fill it up with regular water. And then mm-hmm. I sit it on the windowsill. And then sometimes I put it in spray bottles. And then that's what I use to spray. Yes. Yes. It's like, I almost see it as like, I'm going to baptize my own self and like clear, <laughs> like after each session and just clear whatever is not mine, clear mm-hmm. it away, cut mm-hmm. the etheric cords. Because again, to bring in a little astrology as, for me as a Pisces, you as a Pisces, that is the most permeable sign of mm-hmm. the Zodiac. It's just like, Oh, hi. I feel everyone else's feelings all the time. Yes. So what can, what can I do to care for myself around that? And I love that you have a routine. Oh yeah. I would love to hear your routine, but real quick, the other one before I forget was, and you, you guys have probably heard me say this before is when I uh, am done, sometimes I wash my hands, but I wash them all the way up to my elbow. Mm. For whatever reason, there is energy is cut, um, by your elbow. So when you wash all the way up to your elbow and then wash it down, it uh, immediately decords you from a person or from a situation or from a place. So Mm. in addition, it's good hygiene physically too, to wash your hands. It really is. It's nice. Yeah. (laughs) So what is your routine? What do you do? I love the spray bottle. I um, will often, like before a session, I I give thanks that I am a vessel for divine light and love. And I also say... I give thanks that everything that I say and that the the person who is encountering me feels healed in some way by whatever comes out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's so I'm opening up like to helpful energy. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you know, I, I, so far the spray works is enough for me. I will tell you that we have an almost seven year old human child and I, don't know how to fit much else in in terms of a routine like I really don't yet <laughs> so I love hearing about your hand washing that's really nice and just it's an easy yeah it's an easy mm, one and um 
you know, in the evening, in the morning, another quick one is I just, and this is sort of in my, not sort of, it is, it's in my ground clear and protect intentions that I put out there. But a very quick one is just in the morning, I picture white light around me. And in the evening, as I'm going to, before I go to bed, I picture white light around me so that I can be, I can sleep and be restored. So again, it doesn't have to be, when I say routine, I don't mean I'm spending 15, 20, 30 minutes each time. Mm. It's just taking the time to fully be present with whatever action you take. So if it's the spray, not just like spray, 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 I'm done. It's like, okay, I'm going to mist and spray and I'm going to allow it and then move that energy in, right? Mm. Or off or whatever, again, the intent is. All right. So what else would you like to share with the listeners before we break? Anything else? I'm so excited to be on a podcast called A Psychic Story. Like it is the opposite of how I was raised. <laughs> well, welcome. We we are so happy to have you. Welcome that you've come out of the psychic closet. <laughs> Thank you. Right? And I'm just so, I'm so thrilled to meet Nicole, my Piscean sister, and um, I am, it is my honor and privilege to get to work with clients one-on-one. It's just such an honor. And, a, and I'm actually like, now there are, I have medium friends locally that I actually see in person in the Philly area. And one of them, well, several of them are, they're like, let's do a joint um, events. Like, and I'm yeah. like, oh my God. So I've already done one. Um, I don't know if any of your listeners are in the Philly area, but, um, we work, it's, it's me and my medium friend, Katie, and she will like, we work together and I have the chart in front. It's just so, it's so exciting. Like I, and I also, uh, I don't know. I, I have to make sure I care for my physical body after doing stuff like that. Cause I get so, I feel like I get out of my body or my spirit is like, bye. <laughs> and well, then I, like yeah. I come home and I need to eat a bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not that I've ever done this, right? But it's like smoking a joint. You're yes. just. <laughs> right? It is like such a high. Yeah, it's it really so... is. It's like, it's because you've been so, your energy is not grounded and connected and centered because you've ex- you've expanded it yeah. so much and you you're absorbing a lot too. But yeah, yeah, so if anyone's in the Philly area and would love to get together in person with Natalie and you said Katie is that her name? Katie, Katie Garin Hegel is um yeah, you can I'll I'll link it whenever I'm posting about this podcast. Yeah, and you you know feel free to reach out because people are always asking me because I do feel like if you can go in person and meet people, it's so much better, especially after the pandemic and things. We're just craving more intimacy, more community in person versus virtually. But I also have to say I love just the community as a whole with the Psychic Story listeners. They are so warm and inviting. I haven't had, knock on wood, any bullies, any whatever. I think when I first started out before I even did the podcast, I was just starting to share more in my personal social media. And I had a bunch of, you know, fear-based religions like sort of attacking me. And, but it was, yeah, but I haven't had any of that since. So, I mean, again, maybe might be, I'm jinxed myself, but um, I think think it's just, it shows me that there is such community in this group and wherever, you know, you are, again, you're not alone. And if you need any support, all of the practitioners that have been featured here and Natalie and and therefore will be virtual or in person. Yeah. 
It's so wonderful to connect with you. What a yes. treat. How can uh, the people reach you? Where would you like them to go? You may go to my website, which is natalielevinastrology.com. And it has very fun photos with lots of glitter and operatic I stuff. love your photos. <laughs> when you sent them, I was like, I don't know which one to pick. Maybe what I'll do, maybe what I'll do is I'll have people vote on Instagram and Facebook and pick their favorite because you had such great. Yeah. So please go to her website. She has fantastic content. <laughs> and then you can also find me on Instagram, Nat, at Natalie Levin Astrology. I have a YouTube channel, Natalie Levin Astrology. I'm trying to be like constant. And then Facebook is Natalie Levin. And you'll probably see some sort of colorful photo on my mm-hmm. profile picture. Well, thank you again so much for being part of the show. And I really appreciate you and what you do and sharing your story. I know it's not always easy, but again, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to A Psychic Story. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. All episodes are free on your favorite podcast player or at apsychicstory.com. Have a question? Is there a topic you'd like to hear more about or have a suggestion for a future guest? Send an email to contact at a psychicstory.com or leave a voicemail message at 1-800-880-1881. We'd love to hear from you and you may even be featured on a future episode. If you're interested in booking a session with me, you can do that directly on the website. And if you want to hear even more content hosted by yours truly, check out my other show, Supernatural Matters. Reminder that you are automatically entered to win either a free 20-minute intuitive or energy healing session with me if you leave five stars along with a positive review. Currently, reviews can be left on Apple, Stitcher, Podchaser, or CastBox podcast players. Don't forget to email contact at a psychicstory.com when you do, because it allows me to get in touch with you if your name is pulled in the drawing. Your name stays in until you win.